Island nuts, boys. bro. <laughs> right? If you did. Man, I ain't gonna say that. Yeah, we're going. <laughs> I'm not gonna say nothing. The number one live show in the world, West Coast Pop Lock Podcast. Coming to you from Big Studios in Compton, California. Featuring radio personality Super Steve Flores. Comedian extraordinaire, that dude Johnny C. And Mr. I'll do anything for a buck, Mario 81. So throw your dubs in the air and let's get ready to pop up. Yeah, what's up? It's that time let's again. Go. Tuesday night, 8 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Coming to you from a secret location. With in Compton, C. California, Woo. Pigs, Artzia Studios. Artzia. I just hung out with uh, DJ Quick this past weekend at Michelin oh, Rumble in Phoenix. Oh, look at name dropping. And I was, I was trying to tell him, hey, we'll have a podcast. And yeah, sure. He's like, next. Oh. <laughs> next photo. <laughs> and he didn't say nothing, but you know. Yeah, yeah, We took, yeah. We took four or five. <laughs> he wasn't trying to talk. But he yeah, wasn't yeah. trying to get no interviews yeah. on. He don't know yet. He's like, man. fool, I... I I rap to get out of there. Yeah, for sure. He's like, you want me to come to conferences and yeah. do a podcast? Cool, man. But did you tell him it was in a secret location? I did. Oh, okay, okay, Plenty okay. Of security. I even said the Z hard as fuck. Big Studios, and he was like, maybe, maybe got really scared with that extra hard. He's like, God damn, what are we? He's like, nah, bro. That sounds scary, man. Because I'm trying to get out this shit. Yeah. Trying to bring me back in, fool. Yeah. Maybe with the S, I would have been there, but. But it was a good turnout. Thank you, Phoenix, Arizona. We'll see you back again next year. And uh, man, it's getting time for that fucking holiday. It's, it's so already. We it's 2023 bring... right now. Yeah. It already happened. And, we, and so we now. bring in something special, bro. Somebody that I've been asking to be on the show for a long time. Do and uh, I know he's that. Uh, come on, I have. I have. Uh, okay. Yes. He, he has, but yeah. I have. No build up like that. <laughs> and it's our boy, your boy, everyone's boy, Ramon. Ramon Gang, Ramon Gonzalez. What, Art Z? Mr. Mr. Slipknot knows with an S. Oh, with an S. Oh, okay. shit. Are you Z allowed here with the Wooly and S? Oh, yeah, yeah, we're good. No, because I, 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 I spelled it wrong at first, and I had to go look on his, on his uh, Instagram. I was like, oh, it's not You know a what Z. the fucked up part is? My name is spelled differently than the rest of my family. So I'm pretty Wait. positive somebody fucked up on my birth certificate. Sure. And it's just... Oh, so everyone else is an S. You're a Z? I mean, you're a, they're a Z, you're S. Damn. How does that work, though? It's fucked. It's fucked. And that it was all, purposely done. It all sounds super sus too, because I'm not. I don't even have a middle name. There do I. It's just like <laughs> who's that? It's the Z one. It's the Z one. It's Ramon Gonzalez. <laughs> I can write it down. Move him out. Let's yeah. go. Next. <laughs> He's trying to talk about a podcast with a big You're like, nah, man. Just, it, it, you know, usually the fucking parents are the ones that fuck it up. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they come up with oh, some fucked my, up names. Uh, my niece Sadie. I can't remember how, because I don't know how to spell Sadie either, but uh, it's it's spelled wrong on her birth certificate for sure. S A D Y E S. Well, however, it's the opposite. I mean, because my, my, uh, they don't know how to spell. Well, <laughs> no, my friend, she, her name is Jacqueline, but it's literally spelled Jack Line. Hilarious. And you, I mean, yeah, yeah, I just really, oh, that's do? just French, dog. That's French. <laughs> But like you know, all the rules are gone. You don't have to spell. You can spell. But here, I don't think his parents to. fucked up. Maybe the no, person like writing a nurse, it for sure, yeah, like a nurse. Like, oh, or that's, a, that's an S. Not Gonzalez. A Z guys. All right. I don't yeah, know but you don't think that person was like with an S or a Z? To this day, I still get asked all the time is with a Z or an S. I'm like, well, it's with an S. But my dad's with a Z. Yeah, and yeah. E well, and everyone else is like, oh, like that's weird. You're that's crazy. The, you're oh, from the lechero. That's why. Like, 
Un taquero. <laughs> or the taquero. taquero. If I wanted to be all bougie, it's like, ah, uh, yeah, because I'm Spanish. Like, yeah, oh, exactly. Got it. I'm like, you dirty Mexicans. Like, yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm Wilmington Mexican. Like, n- nothing fancy. So, yeah. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. So, if you fuck that, and you never changed it. What am I going to do? I don't even know. I don't know. Change well, it. Yeah, it costs money. What do you like, start? Here. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Google it. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, you can find out. There's like this thing that you carry around in your pocket. It has the all internet. the answers to the it's got so much shit to do in a day. No. Yeah. Like, so I'm going to go hang out at like, you got to go to the uh, the registrar's office sure, in Downey and sit there for six hours. Fuck it. I'll just stay misspelled. That's so you got to bring like three proofs of fucking ID, sure. a water bill, and a fucking, you know, That's why people keep, they'll keep their married, like women will keep their married name. Because it's like, you know how much of a fucking pain in the ass this is? Yeah. Right? Like it is. I think my monster got her married yeah, it's, maiden name. It like, is not easy like, to nah. change, you know? I got shit to do. Like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. It, it, I got a little story out of it. Yeah, no, we got right, what, about 10 minutes out of it right here. <laughs> Shit. You know, where's the drum roll? All right. Well, for those who don't know, because obviously we know Ramon, and for those at home that don't, obviously we have a lot of friends that are tuning in tonight for you. I've known you, worked with Steve at K Rock, right? So, I mean, obviously the roots go way back when, when you were working at, and I wanted to say Steve because I know we're taking shots in our sure. home drink. Remember, guys, whenever Steve says, when I worked at K Rock, we take a shot at home. Remember that. It's going to be ongoing forever. But, yeah. um, but before that, what what were you doing at K Rock? I was kind of like a hired gun. So, um, man, there's so many. No, no, no. It's even before that, like Skinny yeah, Magazine. Yeah, before all I, that and shit. I fucking knew you were gonna bring that up. Skinny so Magazine. I used yeah. to I used to work for a magazine that was out in the Inland Empire. A bro and, uh, mag. And it was. <laughs> was there any other it, kind in the IE? It was. It was. <laughs> Yeah, like it was, it was a, it was a bro mag, like a hundred percent bro magnum. And and it should be said too, and Steve can attest, he did not like me based on what I wrote in that magazine. Hilarious. Based on how I I projected myself, the character and, that you were portraying. And fair scene. enough, yeah. he was right because it was <laughs> like if I go back, there's some of that, like it's. Pretty fucking douchey. It's douchey. <laughs> At the time, I was working at another magazine called Dirt Pilot. Oh, so it was supposed Chuck, to be the magazine same magazine. magazine. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Shit, oh, magazine. Mag, oh, mag Wars. Damn. No, nah, it wasn't even that. I though. didn't even realize there was more than one. I.e., Dirt Bike ma- or you know. No, bro- this, no, no, no. His was a lifestyle. Yours was a lifestyle, <laughs> oh, well, right? Same thing. It, well, the jury's out on that. It it when I got when I got brought on to take over as the editor. Um, I think that they were kind of realizing that they were at a fork in the road where it was just like, man, how many fucking people are buying dirt bikes and wearing metal militia shit? So (laughs) they they asked me to come on and I was like, yo, I've never ridden a fucking dirt bike in my life. Like, I don't I don't go to Supercross. Uh, I don't I couldn't sing you a fucking Cottonmouth King song. I don't know. (laughs) So here's what I'm this is what I'm into. This is what I like. This is where I think the magazine could go so that it has some longevity. Yeah. And they were like. Okay, like we'll trust you. So I spent a couple of years trying to get people to remove that stigma of it being a bro mag. But here we are, almost two fucking decades later, and it's still the bro mag. So because sometimes because you can't, you You just can't. It doesn't come off. And he's had dope shit. Like you had Ice Cube interview. You had um uh not uh, uh, Mayweather. Man, okay. Skinny Magazine wouldn't pay for our fucking coffee in the office. Like, Skinny Magazine didn't pay for shit. Nothing. Nothing. They had no money. It was a fucking really 
it was a really like sparse operation. Mm. In my mid twenties, we somehow convinced Floyd Mayweather's team to go to the fucking rooftop of the MGM Grand. We had no money, nothing. And I convinced a photographer to come out on his own dime. And I go up there and we take this private elevator with all of his fucking goons and his security. And in my head, I'm going, I don't think I have fucking enough gas money to get home. Yeah. Like, and I'm doing this shit right now. Like, so yeah, we did some, I mean, we did some pretty cool shit, but at the end of the day, man, like you said, like it was, it was skinny with an IE at the end. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. I, fuck dude. Like just yeah. tattoo bro across your fucking yeah. forehead. Yeah. Like, that's it. It's done. Yeah. That's it. Like it's done. You know, like unless you just completely threw the entire concept in the trash, restarted anew, renamed it, all that stuff. It was just, it were was you a, working for lightning before that or after that? Shout out to lightning. I, um, I I'm a Long Beach guy, so yeah. uh, you know, like I think everybody had a Long Beach clothing company T-shirt, <laughs> and what I uh, what I saw it as was an opportunity to like get in there and like connect with people because everyone went to that fucking store. Everybody that was anybody in Long Beach went to yeah. that store. So in my head, I'm like, well, fuck it, I'll fold T-shirts and run shit around or whatever, but I could link with people. Mm -hmm. So. Sure enough, I came on and I would like uh, I would work at the store doing you know just all the standard retail store stuff. stuff. But I kind of like I kind of nudged uh, Lightning to do a little more of the marketing and all that shit, and I got to meet some cool people. And and coincidentally, I got my job working on the Warp Tour doing that. Like I literally met Kevin Lyman, and a week later he called me. I was at the fucking store, and he goes, "Hey, uh, I'm going to be at Long Beach Arena next week." I need you to come with your resume. Like, what the, f what? And it was all through that, strangely enough. Like, so all the K-Rock affiliation, all of that stuff, the years of editorial work, it's kind of been like a strange lily pad situation. How long did you do Warp Tour? Um, I did Warp Tour uh, for like three summers. And that was actually my next step. Um, man, Warp Warp Tour... Warp Tour is has been invaluable. There are people that I still know to this day that I kind of knew through Warp Tour, and then we connect the dots, and it's not even six degrees of separation. It's like two degrees of separation. Yeah. Um, but the the touring experience that I got on that, it would be like learning how to drive on a stick shift first before you started on an automatic. Sure. You just like you get up every fucking day and you build a little city, and then you tear it down, and then you pack up and you go eight, nine, 10, 12 hours to the next state to the and next do it all over To the again. next parking lot. Yes. <laughs> I mean, like you bust your ass. It, you cannot be on that tour and half-ass it. You can't. But the fact that I got that touring experience right out the gate, like that was my first thing. I didn't sleep on like a nice bus or anything like that. Sure. Like it was, I mean, it was 18 deep. 18 deep in one bus. Ooh. Like your bunk was, you had to crawl in and slide your feet in and then you pull a little curtain and it was like <laughs> laying in a coffin every night. And it still wasn't as bad as some of the other dudes who was just like in a fucking 18 passenger van. Sure. Yeah. Damn. That was like. Sleep with their head back. I did that the following <laughs> summer and it was like, God damn, man. Like sleeping on fucking ranch packets and eating gas station food and. Oh. And it sounds terrible, but at the time, it's dope. Sure, it course. was fucking amazing. It was life. Yeah, it was perfect. I yeah. hear from some people they like that bunk sleep, like sleeping like in clothes like that. I like, 
Edward riding on the bus. Nah. But yeah, I don't want to be trapped inside there either. It's yeah, claustrophobic. Like, I'll bet. Yeah, you get the. You, it's like a cool rumble. You and know, you can't like roll over. Like, you know, you gotta stay flat. Yeah, <laughs> I sleep on my side. That, that's yeah. not gonna work for me at all. <laughs> you know. What? But that's this, you know. But this is now. Back then, you know, you get the opportunity to go sure. to, to do something like that. Because there's people out there. I mean, you, I would go to the Pomona one, and there's people out there wishing they could go. Oh, I wish I could go on tour with these fools. And you see one guy pushing ice all day, yeah, in the grass yeah. with a little dolly, and people are like, "Oh, I wish I could be that guy." You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's just being a part of something that you are excited to do or see or go to just to be able to say like fuck i i was a part of that dude well and that's i mean it's still an important part of people's lives yeah. that's why i think like uh when we were young fest did so well sure you oh, know what yeah. i mean that's that's warp tour graduated that's all that is you know you uh, that's, just, that's what everyone was saying too when it came out it's warp tour graduated you know what i mean so all of those people that still kind of that made that their summer tradition now they got a little bit of dough, like they're established in their careers. They've, you know, whatever. So now they're they got a little bit of extra cash. Fuck it, I'm gonna go to Vegas. Yeah. I'm gonna get a cabana. I'm a, you know, whatever, because them tickets were fucking cheap. You yeah. know, like yeah, fuck that, man. That was way too expensive. Like five hundred dollars just for general for ah, fuck. I think five hundred was like like baseline no that's yeah. what i'm saying yeah like, i wasn't trying to be big baller i was just trying to go and i couldn't fuck dude i couldn't get nah yeah like 500 dollars for you to like stand way in the fucking back fuck. like oh, it was sectioned at the off screen. oh yeah so like oh, the way that, that those bigger festivals are like they reserve the vip and that's kind of more of like your premium viewing section and then and then that general admission is behind that damn so you're hanging out next to like the fucking Churro stand and the pizza spot and all that other shit. Like here, that's that's the thing. The I would coach, when Coachella first started changing and started going that route, it was all open. You can get a close dude. I saw fucking Prince when his fucking platform high heels in the front row. That was fucking yeah. magic. And then I that shit started happening, sectioning off and fucking Paris fucking Hilton right in front of me. Like what the fuck is this section about? And then started getting further back, further <laughs> back. Like what the fuck? And then dude, I just stopped going. It's really it was, weird how that evolved. Yeah, because it was it used to be pretty cool back in Coachella when it first started when, when we would work when they would open the gates you see all these fuckers just running to the stage bro and they would stand there the entire fucking day in the heat yeah yep. they would they would get free water they wouldn't go anywhere because yeah. their favorite band was going to play I still love night. that but, then, I, I but you can't do that no that. more I still do it like, you know what I'm saying I still do it like you said there's, there's so many like barriers now so like you're running but it's like and Coachella used to be where you would be like oh Oh shit! It's fucking you know who like yeah, yeah, yeah. standing right now. I'm like, what the fuck? What's That's up, what made man? it worth it, right? And now it's like, oh, I think I see so, uh, that little guy right there. Like, no, yeah, oh, you yeah. see him on the screen because yeah, you know sure. we got you know. <laughs> uh, if I'm not mistaken, when I went last time, I went to Lollapalooza and Riot Fest, open. Open all the way. Open to the fucking front. You just work your way up. Damn. Fucking beautiful. That's how it's supposed to be, man. I Riot Fest is, is pretty awesome. I if love If they tried to do that at a punk rock show, I think that would be, I think that would end. Well, that's how you guys do well, it. Well, I mean, right? that's I how they did it at that fucking the yeah. Pop uh, Punks Fest. So, yeah, like Punk in the Park um, has a VIP section, but it's not one of those things where it impedes general admission either. You definitely have to have something if you're paying a little bit more. Sure. Um, but we, we've kind of been able to configure it so that you don't, the people who are paying extra still get something, 
but general admission doesn't feel like they're getting You can fucked. still work hard. To you get, know what I mean? You can still work hard to get a good spot. Yeah, because you guys you have can't, like a cut in the middle sort of thing. And it's angled and all yeah. that other shit. It's very, like, nuanced, but... Um, if you want to get to the front, you can get there. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And that's, you know... I, I think that that I think that it would be in direct contradiction if you didn't, especially sure. for a fucking punk show. Yeah. Right. There's a there you know there's certain styles of music that have uh, like a, a sense of community built into them. You know, I think for a Coachella, it's it's a you're not really how do I say this without talking shit? It, let's be honest. Now at this point, there's the majority of people that are going for Coachella don't really uh-huh. give a fuck about the music. Right. And that you can They're going prove, to Coachella. You can prove that by the amount of tickets that are sold before any artist is even announced. Right. Yeah. Fucking hate that. You're going to Coachella. You, who are you going to see? I'm going to Coachella. You know, and going for the first weekend. Yeah, yeah and, it's and, like and getting WrestleMania right. tickets, man. Like you're just, you're going, just going. Going. Like, yeah. Yeah, but with with uh, you know a lot of other styles. <laughs> oh, that's Coachella. Man. <laughs> that shit don't that shit don't fly. Yeah, you yeah. know we need and, some bands announced, man. Get the fuck out of here. Right, I need some <laughs> bands, excited about you know. to sell to see what the tickets are gonna be. <laughs> right, and you, you don't want to pull the wool over people's eyes either. You know what I mean? You want to give them good bang for the buck, and you know it's uh, me personally. That's kind of where I think the direction of all this festival shit is going. I think festival fatigue is real. Oh yeah, I think at some point. Um, you know, people are just kind of gonna go like, "God ah, damn, man! Like, how many, how many of these fucking things are like, you know? There's just there's one that comes every week, and right. it's start. I think people are starting to become desensitized to it, you know. And that, one is bigger than the other, and it's just like a gigantic like yeah, pissing becomes, match. Becomes, there's like fucking but, ten stages, fucking every single band you can think of, and you're like, holy shit! What am I supposed to do, man? $600 tickets, and you only see, like, two songs of your fucking favorite band. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. what is that? I mean, that, that doesn't... It's it's a lot of spectacle, man. It's, yeah. it's like a lot tapas. of spectacle. You're just eating tapas. You know what I mean? Just like, oh... Yeah. You know, just like, oh. With a shit ton of people. Yeah. See, so you barely, like... You're getting sauce on your fingers. Like, oh, okay, cool. What uh, how, was that? What was, was that? that? Was that good? Nah, I don't know. Was that good? Well, like, if you took, like, uh, When We Were Young, for example, like, the way that all... I mean... You, you physically can't fit that many bands into a day. Sure. So it, it just it doesn't work, even if you have multiple stages. So even if you were the most organized fucking person and you were completely dead ass sober that day and you were really like, let's say you treated every fucking band that you wanted to see like a goddamn appointment. You're still not going to get right. everything in. You're and not. you're going to have to run and you're going to have to, you know, there's going to be a lot of bad. Things. Correct. So what they did is they it was like a kind of kind of like a bait and switch where it's just like. Come see all this shit, even though you physically can't. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All this stuff is going to be here, and you can't see any of it. Right. And it's great, because it's still a party, and I'm sure people go, and they had a fucking great time and all that other shit. But Except for day one. Yeah. <laughs> Except, Except for, for day, day one. one. But so many tears. I think that there's a lot of uh, I think that there's a, a lot of people that are kind of figuring out, like, oh, there's, there might be a more focused way to do this. Sure. Um, I think Psycho Fest uh in vegas i went out to that this year and that's like for more like metal shit you know mm-hmm. and i uh, thought it was gonna be fucking you know psychos <laughs> <laughs> and, and devil hawks and fucking tight jeans it was a little it was it was cool because they took over um resorts world which is like supposed to be like the new vegas hot shit yeah. like ultra fucking premium stuff and you got a bunch of like metal heads everywhere like dudes in denim cuts and fucking like obscure european band t- yeah. t-shirts you know and they took over the entire casino 
So it was cool to see that shit, but they also figured out how to make sure that all of the bands kind of complemented each other. Sure. So if you liked what was going on on stage three at two o'clock in the afternoon, you probably liked what was going on on stage one at seven o'clock at night. Like, and that's that that's kind of where you go like, fuck, I would rather spend money on that. Something with some cohesion through it. Yeah. Just in that you really gotta you really gotta know your your audience. Yeah. Like if you're doing that sort of right. shit. You know, you can't just dupe them and as opposed to like going, We got everything. Right. Like there's everything here. Just come. It's like, no, we got the thing that you like, we got that. Come. Right. Yeah. I paid attention to what you like. I try to figure out how to, you know, kind of narrow all of it together. Um and and present a nice package sure you know what i'm saying um a digestible one too exactly like this is, yeah. so it's i mean i don't know i'm i just kind of feel like people are getting burned on fucking festivals like it's an eight course meal instead of a buffet sure yeah I was like, with canned come food on, like, get out of here man damn why are we shitting on buffets though? Yeah, buffet. Well, it depends Remember, on what buffets go. Oh, there's some fucked up buffets, bro. King's of course, table there are the fucked Del- up buffets. At the Delamo Mall, that was the shit, man. Sundown. Wait, there was a buffet at the Delamo Mall. Fuck yeah, yeah there sundowners. was in the eighties. There was. My grandma used to take me there. I used to love going to the Orange Julius in there because they had those vanilla uh, dip uh, chocolate bars with nuts on that shit. Get are we talking 80s. about the Delamo Mall right now? Uh, that's yeah. Where, yeah, that's, that's what it ended up. It was a buffet at the Delamo Mall. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, it was called King's Table. Well, I want to know. Sears. <laughs> I have had a lot of friends that have wanted to become writers and write. And a lot of kids go to school. And they're fucking serving drinks at Starbucks. What kept you going? Because now, I mean, you write for Not Fist. You've written for K. You've written for KRock.com, KRock itself. I mean, you know, you've, you know, what what kept it going and what kept you what what kept you focused and like this is what I want to be and I'm I'm gonna fucking just continue to do it till I fucking get it. Um, I, I even if I have to go through Skinny Magazine. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And that was. I mean, I think I think working at Skinny was both a blessing and a curse because. At Skinny, there wasn't really anybody that would um, edit for me. Sure. You know, it was just kind of like, well, that shit got done. Cool. Like, as is, put it out. Sounds good, you know, which is great because I didn't, I didn't have anybody that was like beating me down, basically. Mm -hmm. But the other side of that is I never really got to have somebody critique me in a, in a, in a constructive way. Sure. So it was like, you know, you're 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 a comedian, and everything you say is funny. You know what I mean? Where really, like any comedian will tell you, the most valuable lessons you have are when you fucking bomb. You know what I mean? You yeah. walk away, and you're like, God damn, I learned from that. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I, I don't know that I ever like pressed on or anything like that. I just, in full disclosure. I was in a I was in a band when I was like in my late teens and early twenties. I'm just gonna go to that later, but and I, I honestly, man, I just I couldn't give it up. Like I, I maybe that's just a little bit of honest, brutal truth, but like I couldn't give it up. Like, you still I was, wanted to be a part of the that I loved scene, all of the whole it. thing. I loved all of it. I loved the way those fucking clubs smelled. Like that's how much I loved it. Fabuloso you know? at the end of the night, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it just like it smelled like. I mean, I loved the smell of cigarettes at the time. Like yeah. I loved all of that shit. I loved the way like fucking beer smelled on carpet. I know that that sounds disgusting. Nope, I understand. But there was something really like alluring about that, you know. And I think it was because like all of that shit to me growing up was so far like no, that's bad. That's like don't do that, you know. 
So it was always interesting to me. I'd always look at bars and neon lights and all that shit and be like, something good is going on. In yeah. There. Like, oh shit, I can't go in there. What's going on? And I, now I was going in the back door. Sure. I wasn't waiting in line. I was 19 years old and like, oh yeah, yeah come on in. Like, so yeah, you kind of walk around with your chest out a little bit. Like, you know, and I, like, I, I just, I couldn't really give it up. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, I can, I'm fairly decent at putting words together. So, dude, I, I faked more, it. More than decent, I would say. More than decent. I faked it. I straight up, I faked it. And to this day, I'll tell you right now, I don't, I don't, the people who go to school to write and all that other stuff, more power to them. That's awesome. That's great. But I don't think people want to read shit like that, frankly. No. Like, I, I there's a demographic for it. Uh, there, dude, there's a demographic for but, everything. But right. isn't, isn't like the newspaper written at like a seventh grade, like yeah, reading or something? You know they what I mean? Want to make it for everybody? Yeah, really? So, yeah, yeah. It has to I be consumable. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, yeah. makes sense. Wanna, you know, yeah. But, uh, so we have uh, West Coast Pop Lock Podcast breaking news. Uh, breaking news: Morrissey canceled his show tonight in Salt Lake City. <laughs> Is that really breaking news no, at that, this point? This Jesus is, Christ, This is our This is an ongoing... You know, Morrissey's an ongoing uh, topic of discussion on this podcast. Our Lord and Savior. And I would just like to point that out, that once again, he is disappointed. Are you sad girls out there? And, you know, it's time to... Sad boys. Go ahead and let that fucking train go. Like, just let but, Morrissey go off into the night. But we're not... No, you're not. No. We're not. No, mm-hmm. we're not. He's gonna. This is gonna happen. And and uh, twenty more times. Yeah. And, oh yeah. Forever. And guess what? He's gonna announce shows next year. Right, you're gonna win. Oh my. He, <laughs> no. But he's playing the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. Oh. Alan White's. Alan White's gonna perform with. Like, get the dude. We're all gonna do it. But I said the same shit. And but, then he played Vegas. And where am I at in Vegas? Yeah. Well, but, we have uh, from the, the from the Dungeon Podcast, D Rotten. He's asking if you met Slipknot. I've met some the of the members, yeah. Yeah, and you, be, you still work for, for NotFest.com, right? I do, I do. Yeah, <laughs> an incredibly well-oiled machine. That The 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 band, um, man, like, I, my interaction with them is very limited because uh, I just work on the editorial side for NotFest.com. So, like, the management side and all that other stuff, that's they're very hands-on and they they have a small team of people that they work with a small trusted team of people that they work with and that stays that way for a reason um but what i will tell you is nothing lasts more than two decades and continues to climb sure like nothing like honestly like nothing lasts like that so for them to still be operating at their peak um more than two decades in you i mean I've you got to admire it. I've never seen them live. I would love to see them live. There's, like, I bet I imagine that is a fucking experience. Trucks yeah. and trucks and trucks. I mean, the staging, the production, it's second to none, you know. And then you got to think about the mechanics of like nine people working together in unison, not to mention the crew and all that other shit. You know, like most bands with like four or five members still have times where they fuck up. You got so nine people gang, on stage. It's like the Wu Tang Clan plus. It's insane, you know, and like, but Wu Tang Clan ain't that precise, and that's coming from a Wu Tang Clan fan. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, 
These fools are still fucking around with towels and shit on stage. And That's like, a gang of Handing the mic to other people that it's aren't a, even on. Yeah. It's just a gang of dude. Capitano, we don't want to hear you. Get out of here. Master, master killer fucking beat it, man. Sons of man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, tame, motherfucker. But yes, I, I've, I've, I've gotten to meet a couple of the guys, um, and, and they're all incredibly nice dudes. Um, very professional. Uh, very passionate about what they do. Like, they do not fuck around. Um, and you know, they, they have certain expectations for the people that are, you know, affiliated with them in any sort, any shape, any way, shape or form. So I think that that's probably the the best way to operate. You know what I mean? Like either get, get on this level or thank you very much. Sure. We got to continue to move at this pace. Yeah. You know, there's no shame in that. It's not not everybody's made for it. No, you know, and that's fine, you know, but Yes, I've I've gotten to meet a couple they're, of guys. Super nice. They're always on my list of like, and I have since learned the answer. But this was my question always: like bands like Slipknot, like Kiss, like Guar, like Rammstein, like all these bands. How do you do that the first time? Do you know, like how do you do that in a bar? Do you know, how do yeah. you do that? like how do you do this? When no one knows who the fuck you are, you know, and the answer is you don't just start. It, it's a slow thing that be, you know that becomes what it is. Yeah, you know? grows but, into it. Right, but it's like how, like nine dudes in jumpsuits and masks is like we're just gonna go out on stage in a bar and no one knows it. Like it doesn't work. Wait, like so that. did you meet the the members of Slipknot with or without mask? Without. Uh, is this uh, is just setting you up to say that you saw Penta and Ray Phoenix with no? Mask? I wasn't trying to. No, I was, <laughs> I was just kind of curious if take if, a shot. If, We're if, talking wrestling. Take a shot. If, if if it was like one of those things where like, oh, you can't see me. I don't know. You know, sure, like sure. I don't know. I don't know. Are they? Are they? Do they do that? Do they not want no one to see them without their masks? Or? Um, I mean, they're 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 all they're um. There's a certain few that that are. I say um, not Corey, that, right? That do I more press. Him, yeah. You know, there's a certain few guys that kind of um, are, are a little bit more vocal within the band, um, but yeah, the, I mean, the 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 mask, the unmasking thing happened, you know, years ago now, and, and people are aware of who they are. But oh, okay. you know, the the masks have also evolved with yeah. the band. So it, you know, every cycle there's new masks that kind of oh. show up. So their personas kind of continue to evolve. And it's a perfect kind of famous too. For because, sure, yeah. you know what I mean? Because like that character is famous. You know, you put that mask, it's like, oh shit! But you, but most of the members, as people, could just cruise around in life and be fine. You know, I'll tell you this much too, man. Like I just took, um, uh, they they just finished their roadshow tour a couple of weeks ago, in Southern California. They wrapped their that, that's it for like the domestic dates. I think they have some like um, they're doing Mexico next week, and then they go further south, Latin America. But I took my six year old kid. And I didn't, I mean, I didn't want to like get into it with them, but it's like, damn man, like this is, this was happening 20 years ago. And I, yeah. like, I, I took your dipshit uncle to go see him <laughs> at the forum in 2001, like, you know, and, and here we are and I'm watching him and I, I've seen Slipknot, they were still great, but I'm watching his eyes like light up. Like he's standing on the guardrail and something new is happening in yeah. his brain as he's watching it. And I'm like, that is why that band is where they're at because they figured out how to make sure that they connect with fans that have been riding with them for two decades. And my little six year old who's never like, has nothing about nothing. It's he's listening to the fucking Beatles for the first time. He's just like, <laughs> Oh, like all the dopamine is hitting him. Like, and I'm watching it happen in real time. And it's just like, you know, that 
I'm hoping that he'll remember that stuff. Sure. You know, I'm, I'm hoping like, yeah, it's like, I'm creating core memories, right? Exactly. You're gonna remember this forever. Because <laughs> I understand exactly why well, I was playing my nephew. I gave my nephew my PlayStation four. It was the first time I did. And when I gave it to him, like we sat down and dicked around, I was playing Fortnite with him and stuff, you know, and then a few, however many years passes by and he tells me, he goes, how come you've never played Fortnite with me? I go, what are you talking about? Like, I gave you this PlayStation. I played with you for it. And he was like, no. And I was like, I'll choke you to death. Like, <laughs> I only did. And I remember thinking when I was playing with him, I was like, this is like, this is the kind of shit you remember. Yeah, he don't remember. He didn't even remember it. <laughs> I don't remember this, this shit that you actually gave him. Yeah. Even, you don't even get credit for I'm it. Like, do you, do you know, even know where you got that? Like, what are you talking about? Jesus Christ. It probably stuck your name on the bottom. It's mindful. <laughs> Carved. Yeah. Get no. Out it, of here. Who do you think that is? <laughs> uh, I've been really lucky to to work with these dudes and and man, I feel like we totally got off topic. But like to to your point, where you were like, how did you stay? Man, I just I don't think I like it was an issue of like persevering or anything like that. I just I just did it because I always did it. Like I, you know, it was like all right, this is this is my place, I guess, and. I still to this day feel like I'm kind of duping people because I'm not I don't fancy myself like a like a, a very versed writer. I read other people's shit or I'll read somebody else's papers or books or whatever. And I'm like, fuck, I don't I can't write like that, you know, and I, I feel like a poser, to be totally sure. honest with you. But I, I think now I've kind of assessed like where I'm at in terms of like my writing style, I guess. And I want people to read what i'm saying that i would have a conversation with at a bar sure to be totally honest with you I, I i can't be that guy that's using a bunch of like gigantic fucking multi-syllabic words but syllabic. what i like though I, well, see but like that's I what i like about it yes you do but at the same time you pepper it with words like that and it gives you the feeling like, oh, I'm reading something good. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, it's not just pizza, but this cheese is fucking, he made it. Right. The pepperonis, he fucking, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's more than just the fucking slice from 7-Eleven. First, comparison is the thief of joy. You know, it's a, like. That's my favorite quote, by know, the way. Like, get like, out of here. Dude, Can't. that's a way to live your life. And like, number two, if you do something wrong once, it's a mistake. If you do it wrong for 20 years, it's your style. Yeah. I mean, okay. I'll, dude, I'll, I, I will absolutely, I'm going to keep that shit in my pocket. Because, yeah. yeah, like. But you know what I'm saying? Like, to me, that's when I read your stuff. And I know he, because I remember you posted something like, oh, no one reads my shit. I, I might not say I read it or I don't even know, whatever the fuck. But I read it. And, and it's those little things, those little gems that he throws in there that makes me go like, oh, the. I couldn't write this. Sure, this is quality. This is quality. Yeah. As much as he wants to make it for everyone to be able to read, it's still quality. And and, and just so you know, that you know, when I read I that, that's what that. I, that's what I get. I appreciate that. It's yeah. I, I think I kind of approach all that shit with the with the same way that I approach everything else. Like uh we love making comparisons to food, so fuck it, I'll go with that. Yeah. Like I I I'm my preference in terms of food can be Probably best described as bougie. I, oh, I have percent. I got no I problem admitting that. Hold on, hold on. Are you eating at the Target fucking food court every day? What the fuck, bro? What's going on here? <laughs> no, he's not. I mean, I, like, 
I, I get it. And I understand why people say what they say. I understand. I've eaten at some really good restaurants, like really we, good restaurants. I would do that. Yeah. It's like, but I am not above getting a fucking AM PM McRib. Sure. I'm not. And it's as I'm pumping my gas, like. It's not I don't that know. Bad. Earlier you were talking shit about 7-Eleven pizza, by the way. 7-Eleven pizza is delicious. delicious. Don't you dare It must be because every time I've gone into a 7-Eleven, somebody is ordering a full, full pizza. pizza. No, no, no. Because they earned it on the app. You, you bought enough Slurpees or Big Gulps that you got a free one, so you're going to get one. Look I at the probably, person who's getting delicious. it. It's delicious. Yeah. What are you talking about? That's me. I'm that per- I probably have enough points for <laughs> I don't Again, even. I don't you're even not, collect You're not points. taking your money to fucking spend on it, dog. I'm not saying it's, it's it's horrible. There's a place for that. There's a place for Little Caesars. There's a place for all that shit. I'm, that, I'm, Pizza Patron or whatever the fuck. There's places. Seven Eleven is still better than all those places, though. <laughs> <laughs> you need four thousand points for a whole pizza, man. That's a lot of fucking points. That's a lot of big gulps, bro. Yeah, that is a lot. <laughs> I, I like doing the stuff where uh, you know I can I can be versatile. I could I could feel like um like maybe I am peppering it with a little bit of like flowery language or whatever but at the same time like I can't steer away from what I am or or who I am or no like, should I, you. I don't yeah I don't consider myself like you know I, I I'm just a an 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 everyday dude that gets paid for uh, paid a penny for his thoughts and that's a that's a very advantageous place to be in man like I'm super lucky like I fucking lucky like why would anyone give a shit about what i think yeah you know um but having said that like i also think that the that that the way that like journalism i guess is evolving is i don't want to be a critic and and i had i like when i started on with notfest.com the ideology behind all of this shit was like all right well we want to put together a media site okay well let's think a little bit about what that is now I don't want to be that dude that is taking an album or a concert or whatever and ripping it to fucking shreds. Right. For the sake of like, oh, he's got good taste. Good sure. taste doesn't necessarily mean that you just shit on everything. <laughs> and that's what a critic does. Do you know a happy critic? Right. Every critic, food, film, culture, all of them, they sound and read like fucking assholes. There's a, um, a comedian named Ron Funches and... A lot of comedy. I love Ron Funches. A lot of comedy is taken from things you hate. Like let's make a le- let's make a list of things I hate, and I'm going to tell you about why I hate them. And Ron Funches has outwardly and said he refuses to do comedy like that. He does comedy about things he loves. Like he doesn't do comedy about things he hates. He does comedy about things he loves. And I have taken that for sure to heart. To like it doesn't it doesn't have to be negative to be funny, and it doesn't have to be you know. Like imagine being salty that. Like that religiously, or have it, or to perpetuate your career, you have to look for things you don't like. Yeah, you okay. have to invite that kind of negativity into your life. Exactly, you got to tap into negativity every right. day, right? And you got to do it in a way that's like rhythmic, artful, like and mean, entertaining, and stabbing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, gotta say good stuff. And you know, like Mario, to your point, you just said a little while ago, you're like, there's a market for everything. You know, there's a market for everything. So who am I? To get an album or something and then go, this is dog shit. Like, even if I can say that it's dog shit really well and I, maybe I have valid points, <laughs> it's sure. all subjective. Right. So there's somebody that's like, 
No, it ain't dog shit. Yeah, fuck Best you, album man. of the yeah, year. This shit you. saved my life. This it's, whatever. But yeah. yeah, absolutely. And it probably did. Right. You know, you ever sit and read like YouTube comments? On like albums or, yeah. or songs or anything, uh, every <laughs> the truth is on there. People let you know exactly what they feel or don't feel. And Dude, that's... <laughs> well, D Rotten here wants to know what you think about the McRib on that note. Yeah or nay? I don't fuck with McDonald's McRib. But, I've never had it. But the but the A and P one, you will. Okay, <laughs> there's something uh, about an A and P burger. That's high school burgers. Burger. That's a high school burger. Sure. First off, same thing about the their cheese. pizza. That yeah. is we. The jury's out on what kind of meat that is. Oh, just, have you ever looked at that? It's like hardboard. It's half cardboard. It's, it's meat like, with two E's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it looks like perforated cardboard. Yeah. yeah. It, and then, you know, like I've I've dissected it before while I'm eating it. Just kind of like, damn. And that's why you put like the barbecue this? sauce, jalapenos, ketchup, mustard, fucking some of the... I tried to eat a box hoping it would taste like air. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it didn't, though. <laughs> well, so see, I don't, I don't get down on saucy like that. Uh-huh. And that's why I don't hit McDonald's McRib. Because every time on the commercial, that shit looks way too saucy. Well, first like, of all, let's ugh. get real. Anything you see on the commercial with McDonald's, that's not how you're going to get a surge. That's true. Maybe that makes anywhere. Them Big Macs used to be like 12 inches high, bro. Them shit's coming like two inches deep. I, I like that like heat lamp dry. Like if I'm gonna eat shitty ass gas station food, yeah, sure. you want it. You want it roasting there for a little God, bit. Yeah, I want. I damn. want those like crunchy ass corners, oh. you know, which I know sounds disgusting. Yeah, but at least I know it's not gonna feel slimy. Sure. Wait, wait, so, wait. How, how do you go from that to being bougie? What kind of restaurants are you going by the way that you are bougie? <laughs> like, how much are you dropping on your meal? Three hundred, four hundred, five hundred bucks. Oh my god. Thousand. It's up there. I've fifteen hundred no, for I've, a meal. I've been out there with them, and it's it's. I went to um, Sushi ATX in Austin. Fuck, I can't even believe I'm admitting this. Um, I went I went based on Joe Rogan's recommendation. <laughs> Fucking Joe Rogan. I love sushi. Like, I, 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 I love sushi, and I like, you know, like, omakase shit, like, don't put no fucking mayonnaise on my... I don't want any of them, like, creamy-ass rolls. Like, I, I can't... Obviously, there's a theme here. I'm not a big sauce guy. Down to go eat sushi You know, you. so they, they did an omakase. Joe Rogan was hyping this shit up. It, you know, it's a cool experience. There's, like, 10 people total, you know. You go into this house, and they, they give you these, like, little drinks to get you started. It's It's great. It's awesome. Well, my wife and I did the omakase. It's like 12 courses, right? So they do the whole thing. They introduce everything. It's all this, you know, crazy shit. And then they ask you, do you want to continue the dinner service? Of well, fucking course I do. Yeah. Like, I, that's like, what I'm here for. Yes. Like we had done the sake pairing with it too. So that's a little bit more. I knew it was going to be a lot. Yeah. But it was like, I'm, I'm in Austin. I'm with my wife. Let's so, go. so here you're building up to it and now they're giving you the option. You want to bail out now or like you want to keep going? They warned you. Sure. Right. They warned you. They but you told don't, you. Do you understand that it's a warning as it's happening? Or are you just like, oh. Well, I, you know. I know it's a warning. But I don't really give a shit. Sure. I don't care. I'm having fun. And I know that it's going to be a lot of money, but that's what you work for. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That's what you work for. So, all right, we're like, let's go. Let's do it. Well, it starts hitting me like, damn, all the dishes are put away. Like half the staff now is done and they're just kicking it and they're, they're like drinking and talking with us. There's nobody else anywhere near this fucking place. My wife and I are both plastered. Because we've been drinking sake, yeah. and now it's beers, and now the staff is talking to us, and everyone's getting friendly, and in my head, it immediately clicks. Oh, fuck. This is going to be expensive. 
they're running out of ideas back there on what to make us. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> no one's ever ordered this before. You started Holy started shit. You haven't not tried anything yeah, at this start point. Start at the beginning. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> well, so put, that's. Put sauce on it. <laughs> so, yes, that's exactly what happened. They started taking um, cuts of, of fish that they had already served us. And then they just started kind of flip-flopping ingredients. And it was like, ah, oh, shit. I'm like, all right, well, it's it's time to go. Yeah. Let's go ahead and, and call it a night. I'm definitely buzzed. I know my wife is buzzed. We go to settle out. Fuck, I swear to God, dude. Instant sober. It was $1,100. You. Hey, yo, yo, yo. His <laughs> wife just texted me. And she's all, we dropped 550 on brunch this Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> they do that. Yeah. They do yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> That's not cool. A brunch? That's not cool, honey. <laughs> yeah, we went to we went to we went to Damien. We went to uh Damien is uh Enrique Chef Enrique, I don't know what the fuck his last name is, but the dude has Pujol in Mexico City, which we've eaten there too. And there's next level shit, man. It's like it's I hear that. It, it's food where it comes to the table and you are you are blown away because people don't think like that. Sure. You know what I'm saying? You you it it's when somebody excels at their craft like that, you have to admire it. Right. Um and, and that's, you know, I man, I love shit like that, man. Like I I probably will never be able to fucking afford a house, but I'm gonna eat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Maybe if you didn't eat as much, you were only have no. like six houses by no. now. Yeah, no. but so like like but so, you know what the beauty of it is, bro? Is that you're still down to go get tacos. No, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's 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 where I feel like um, it it I can appropriate that to my writing style too. Yeah. Like I, I saw three or four taquerias on the way in, where I'm like, damn, I think I'm gonna hit that shit. I hope, it, I hope it's open yeah. on the way out. You know what I mean? I'm down afterwards. Um, I'll take it to something. the spots. Like my 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 wife who just texted you, like, oh yeah, we did five fifty at, at yes, we did. But when we, after we got married in hot ass downtown LA, we drove our shit up, got to the hotel room, showered up, changed. We got back in the car, went downstairs and we found a taco spot and we sat in the parking lot and we ate. And like, that's, that's, that's how you have to be. Like, that's how you have to be because you can't be too bougie to miss out on some great shit. Sure. And by hot ass day, that was a fucking hot ass day. Was it? On his wedding, it was a fuck. It was 107. It was the, and it was the single hottest Ooh. day of the year. Oh, shit. Mind you, Steve was the only one that stood in his suit and cowboy boots the whole time. The because whole hey, time. When someone asks you to be a part of their wedding, you're a part to the fucking end. Sure. By you the, don't go in the car and change into your fucking street clothes. Right. You don't take your boots off. Right. You fucking... Shout out to Dave. Dave, you're probably not listening because you're DJing right now, but you cost... Us an extra grand because you pissed on the side of a historic building. <gasps> he did. What? Yes. So we got married in downtown LA, and yeah, he. And you know what's fucked? It's super fucked. But when we were doing the tour, uh-huh. the tour guide was like, "Oh yeah, you know, just make sure that all of your guests use the outhouses." Like, I'm like, "Yeah, like of course." Well, what not- kind of animals do you think we're bringing? Yeah, yeah. And I kind of took offense. Like, what, like <coughs> fucking heathens. Like, yeah, <laughs> of course. Well, sure enough. He knew what he was doing. Like, he, oh, yeah. he knew what he was looking at. <laughs> like, God damn, dude. Like, that guy read. knew you better than you knew you. He read the <laughs> crowd. Dude, it was rough. It was it was rough. It was like embarrassing and but funny and not funny at the same time. And so yeah, that's um, um 
tying all that shit back in, man. You just, I don't want to be, I don't, I mean, I'm bougie, but I don't want to be too bougie, you know? But like, you know what? Like you said, man, that's part of life is having those experiences. experiences man. And some people love food. Some people love music. Some people love cars. Everyone has their experience or that ja- they need to I live. I think there's a lot of that comes from, if you don't come up with money, treating thing, nice things as like, oh, I don't do that shit. Like, you know, I'm not, but like, fuck that. That's for everybody. You it's know a what defense I mean? mechanism. Right. Man. And 100% is because I know I was so closed off to so much shit in my youth, you know, and I, you know, blame it on whatever, but it was for sure a defense mechanism of, oh, I don't, I, yeah, I've never done that. I would never do that. It's fucking late. No, you're you know? right. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. You know? like, I know people that like never had anything when they were growing up, not maybe one pair of shoes and now they have like, 110 right because they can you know what i mean and never had this one and never had that one the, whatever it may be jordans or what have you you know or or girls that never had like but one dress now they have a closet full of shit and they mm-hmm. never even worn half of them and they probably got somebody on the side that's hating yeah sure. ass. but it's just that experience and a, an opportunity to do it and get it and grab it You're like fuck i haven't nice. felt that way about traveling uh, you know, because going, I'm fucking, I, I'd never been out of the country until I was 40. And I still haven't been in gang places, but I've been, uh, I've been to Peru a couple of times. I went to Thailand. And when I, and then even. God damn, you went from nothing to everything all right. at once. Jesus, <laughs> right. Like, and then when fuck, I, go to Catalina, dog. God damn. <laughs> Baby I, steps. Jesus. And then even like bringing it up feels like lame. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I don't want to talk about that because it just feels, it's, I, it's the same way as spending 550 on brunch. It just feels like, oh man, I don't want to fart. You know, it just it feel. I understand. Like the you're feeling. putting yourself on blast, right? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And it, it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, no, know? it's and man, I I get it, I get it. And the people who like, you get concerned about like, I don't want to bring that shit up because I don't want to be like ridiculed or whatever sure. or or you know what. However, people you know take it, but then like, what? Do, I don't, I don't give a fuck. No, like, I, I, I don't give a fuck. I can't. I can't imagine can't. like. Imagine if you had decided to not go to Peru because you were worried about how people were going to perceive that. Right. And all of the experiences that you missed out on because you were more worried about how you were going to be perceived versus your own personal experience. It's like people not dancing. Fuck all that, man. You know what I mean? People don't dance yes. just because they're like, oh, man, I don't want these fucking assholes laughing at me. It's like, get the... F- just dance. Get out there well, and that, dance, that, That's man. one thing that I, got, I, I really, inside, I think I, I've always wanted to dance and I always had that fear that I sucked. You probably and, do, so and, what? No, but my homeboy told me one thing. He goes, if you do it with love and, and loving to move and to dance, you're never not going to dance good. Yeah. And I was like, God damn, bro. Like, ooh, just got to do it with your it heart, comes from bro. inside, yeah. man. Flows. Just go. Just flow with it. You're going to end up doing something. You know what? You're going to feel the vibe, and you're going to just fucking yeah. get carried away by yeah. it. Plus, I think, I, I think we think like people are watching us more than they, they actually are. Exactly. 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 Like, 100%. You th- yeah, you think people are more into you than you fucking can realize. Although I still lives. do remember... I don't know what year it was. A girl that danced to Atomic Dog in this club, and she was so <laughs> fine, and she danced so good. And I still think about her to this oh, day. Oh, damn. <laughs> Do you remember I the st- club? No, but when I hear that fucking... It was La Mirage. I was just going to say the same shit. Fuck yeah. But when I, 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 hear, but when I hear that song, The Breakdown, oh. I'm like, oh, uh, I just thought this time. That's like a song that I could, if I had... 
a girlfriend, she would hear that and she if if she was in her right mind, she would skip it every time. Like, fool, you don't get to listen to that fucking song. Oh, aren't you thinking about that? She knew what to tap into. Yeah, I tell you right now, Al Mirage, man, I saw one of the hottest chicks in a wheelchair, dog. Hell yeah, she was fine, fine, like I like damn fine in a wheelchair, bro. I was like, fuck. She probably got so much, she got settlement, you know? Yeah. So why did you holler at her? Because she was Parker got no. She had fools around her. That's how fine she was. She had fools around. Already. Oh, yeah, get out of here. Yeah, we were there. Oh, I wouldn't say we were hanging out with a big boy and all those cats, Jeff Garcia and all them. They invited us out there and we're hanging out with them and shit. And all of a sudden, this <laughs> chick, she's like rolling like this. <laughs> and I was like, holy fuck, you're fine as shit. But, Crunchy uh, hair. Ah, she had yeah. big, big Crunchy hair, oh, big bamboo. Uh, her wheelchair. Wheels. Hey, her dickies were creased. Hilarious. Fuck. Her wheelchair wheels were just big hoop earrings. Like, that's all. <laughs> that was, with her name in yeah. it. I think you just stumbled onto something right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, someone's going to do it. Someone's yeah, someone's, do it. If, if not, then they already got them. Yeah, for sure. And on top of it, the name spins when they don't. Hell yeah. Oh, shit. Right, just stays. Imagine like Mamacita or something. Oh, yeah. man. Caliente yeah. for you. On the back, it says, Yes, I fuck. Uh, <laughs> it still works. <laughs> Exactly. Oh Y'all want to give a big shout out to my prima Claudia <laughs> Reyes out there in Claudia. Texas. What's Where, up, cuz? What? I love you as well. I miss you. Uh, I haven't seen her in years, man. My cousin Claudia, man. Thank I'm you. Part for, of Texas. Go visit. Uh, Houston. I'm Houston. Sure. H Town. Yeah. Um, I see you in Texas. Yeah, man. I see you in Texas. Yeah, I see myself there. Boots. Oh, for sure. Boots. Bro. With the fur. Boots, and a fucking boy thing hanging off the side for sure. Oh, oh shit. Oh, yeah. Pew, pew. Gold one. Texas ain't no joke, nah, man. Nah, not that crazy. Uh, some, some Pearl good. handle, at least. Pearl oh, handle. Oh, for sure. Right. My dad's. Yeah. You know what I mean? Damn, you got that? Yeah. yeah. Look at my dad's. I would wear that shit all the time. If I could. Yeah, well, here, here, yeah, you, can, here you can. In Texas, you can go to fucking 7-Eleven get your pizza with that shit. Hell yeah. Yeah, you're fine. Like, and a big gold. You can scan yeah. it. You yeah. scan your... That's how, it's a pain. You get discounts and shit. <laughs> uh, so we've been kind of talking about all kinds of random things, and I don't know if people at home truly know what you do, but you have a long list of titles. I mean, obviously, we go from editor. You went. You write all kinds of... For all kinds of uh, publications and, uh, and dot-coms and whatnot, radio stations, but... You were doing, I know, I'm getting all tripped up. You were doing a lot of stuff for K-Rock, but then now you're doing all kinds of stuff everywhere else. So, I mean, you're booking shows, or what are you doing for all these live events right now? So, the way it all ties in is, um, the the writing thing was something that I was always doing. It was, I mean, I guess I guess we can call it like a side hustle. Um, so, you know, I, K-Rock, like when I said that I was like a hired gun, K-Rock would have me come out and like cover Coachella or, or whatever, sure. you know? And I would do that. Um, and at the same time, I was booking shows at Slide Bar in Fullerton. Josh, I've, I've worked with Josh Stolo, who you guys have had on the, on the show before. Mm-hmm. I've worked with him since my Warped Tour days. I actually met him my first year on Warped Tour. Um, he had a, a small punk label, and uh, I was the guy that was taking care of like regional record labels at the time. And I linked up with Josh, uh, his brother Josiah, rest in peace, one of the best Thank dudes you. on the fucking planet. He came back with like 30 fucking sausage McMuffins the first day that I met them, and we broke bread over sausage McMuffins, and it's been like that ever since. Oh, yeah. So um, when we kind of rotated back to the world, um, Josh was booking shows at Slidebar, and he was like, hey, um, you know, why don't you come work for the label a little bit doing PR? He knew that I did like uh, like writing and shit, and he's like, all right, well, you know, we, we need somebody to kind of handle like press releases and shit like that. I... Full disclosure, Josh, sorry. 
I had never written a fucking press release in my life. <laughs> Fake it till you make it. So, exactly. So yeah. I was just like, man, I've read them before. Like, I could do this. So I went ahead and did it. We did that, you know, knocking on people's doors to get features and stuff like that. And because I already knew how that worked, because I was a writer, I was already kind of reaching out to some of those people, helping out, push the label, push the artists. And at the same time, we were doing showcases at Slidebar. So we were booking shows there. And that just kind of grew continuously. So, man, we were there for a long time. We were there for a long time, but we also did some very cool shit in a tiny room that nobody should have gave a fuck about because we were in North Orange County. Like, I had to explain to people where it was. Like, where, <laughs> huh? Like, it, it's, you know, especially, like, with agents, they would be like, oh, it's like, it's like, it's the L.A. market, right? And I'm like, technically, yeah, like. Yeah. Border. If you ask the angels, yes. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it so, could be. Yeah. We're clean. We would book shows there, and we did it for years, and then we really kind of established a lot of relationships with, with agents and managers, and, and, you know, we did cool shit there. We did Bouncing Souls there. We did Every Time I Die there. We did KRS-One there. We did Turn MERS there. Me. You know, and these were all free fucking shows. Yeah. They were free. We had this kind of, Josh and I kind of had this idea of, like, man, if this is going to be a small room where only 150, 200 people can get into then it should be a thing where, like, you feel privileged if you got in. Sure. You know? Um, we're not going to – sure, we could, could we probably charge people to get in the door? Would they pay? Yeah. Like, and eventually, unfortunately, we had to move to that. But the people who came in and got in, if you got in, you were fucking stoked. Sure. So the 20 bucks that you saved – because now it's a free show and you were one of 200 people that got in. Now you spent $200 at the bar instead, as opposed to you spending 40 bucks at the bar. Right. Yeah. We saw it like that. And it was like, we could, we could, we could make something out of this room. So, you know, it never really materialized the way that we thought, but what it did was really kind of cement a lot of our relationships with bands and shit like that. And when the pandemic happened, all of that went away um, uh, you know, live live shows, small venues. Unfortunately, man, a lot of them, they're gone. Slybar's yeah. gone. Slybar yeah. no longer exists. Um, and and even though it might have been kind of progressing towards that way anyway, the pandemic definitely expedited shit. So, but that, even but even even Slybar established relationships. That's what that's where I met you. Oh yeah, I mean, and you had worked for Lightning for years way before that. And correct. I didn't know you at the time. Yeah. Well, so like. The, uh, the perfect example of like the relationships that we had started through there, like Slidebar was the location for Kevin and Bean's uh, like Christmas broadcast. Sure. Miss Double December. Yeah, Miss Double December. Like it was, it was a thing. I look at Johnny because you know, <laughs> There's for no reason. Yeah, for no reason. <laughs> I went. I to, think we already talked about this in like episode sixty-three. If you want to go back and oh, find out why, oh shit, putting you find on out. Blast. No, I don't even know if that's what it is. Well, we probably I, don't even have a sixty-three in our shit because we didn't fucking <laughs> label them correctly. What well, numbers today? That's a prime example, though. Like you know, Steve would be out there because Steve would be part of 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 the crew that would come out, and you know, at that time. You, you'd have to kind of camp out at Slidebar for a couple of days to get this done. Like you're, you're setting up a broadcast. It happens early in the morning. There's literally hundreds of people that are waiting to get into this place where like maybe 200 people fit. Um, it, it became such a thing that people would drink the night before, go to their car, sleep for a couple of hours, and then get right back in Holy line shit. and count down. Count, they'd be in the bar, 10, 9, Eight until the legal point when we could sell liquor. It was 
Yes, it was. It was very much like that. It was. And then Johnny would just walk in. Of course. I mean, that happened before, sure. That Johnny would just walk in, <laughs> and there's people like, what? Why is he going in there? I can't. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure. That's a good oh, feeling. Yeah. It happened. Oh, no, it it's happened before. It's a good feeling. But that's 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 kind of how uh, I met Steve, and that's how I met a lot of different um, people, and now that's progressed into booking festivals. <laughs> Um, and that progressed into me wearing a suit in 107 degrees with yeah, boots with and both us. fucking yeah. and loving it. Yeah, it's 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 been and a being lot the of, last and, man. And, and, and to be honest, I'll tell you right now, to you and your wife, it, it, our relationship had just started, and I was uh, honored to even be asked. You know what I'm saying? And you were the last man standing. Yeah, always. That's right. It shows I I made the right decision. Correct. But you know, like like I said, I was honored, and because our relationship that. had just started, you know, and, and I was like, whoa, okay. And, 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 and let me tell you, Steve doesn't wear pants. No, oh, I know often. he doesn't. Or say yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, you know, it was cool. He man. did both. He no, said it was, yes it was and dope, wore pants. It was good, man. It was a fun time too. It was a great time. It was a, it was a and I really got to hang out with his pops and at the time and his mom and all his family and his friends. You know. And it was cool, man. It was cool. It's always good to be that one outsider that gets brought in. Sure. But not only brought in. But in a special way like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, like oh, shit. Or like, hey, guys, this is my new friend, but yet he's, this is how good of a friend we Yeah, it's serious business. Yeah. Well, we were just Thank talking you. about that before I came here. My son, Oliver, he's 10. And, and uh, you know, they asked me, like, where are you going? Where are you going? You know, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to go see Super Steve. He's, he's, got a, he's got a podcast. I'm going to go hang out with him. And my wife remembered. She's like, Oliver, do you remember what you used to call Steve? And he was like, best friend. Yeah, it, I mean, like yeah. he called him best friend. Like, yeah, he's been. That's how long you know our our friendship has yeah. has been around. And to think that it all kind of came from like Skinny Magazine and yeah. and that's and fucking Slidebar relationships. Like, yeah, man. It yeah, it's crazy. Like it is pretty wild, you know. And dude, I'm I'm like. I'm I'm lucky. I'm super fucking. Lucky. I think we all are. I think yeah. in the sense we all we've all crossed each other's paths, and you know Mario and, and Johnny as well. I mean we you know I'm lucky to be in this room with these cats every Tuesday night, hanging Ooh, out and being or able any to talk. We want to. Yeah, or any other night where you know <laughs> Monday when we had to change it up. But it's just cool to come out here and just fucking rap and you know talk old stories and have guys like you on. You know what I'm saying? This and, is a great and, setup, by the way. And and, and, give, and give you your your props, bro. Like I said, I mean, I've never maybe never put a comment in the Facebook post or whatever, but you know, I do enjoy reading your stuff. And, I appreciate that, and man. I think that it that it when you the way you do it not only makes it readable, but it makes it entertaining, and it makes me feel like I'm learning something and and reading something that's, that's quality. There's guys that are doing it, you know. There's guys that are doing it. There's guys that like get it. Um, uh, my wife and I went to go see Chris Estrada recently. Oh sure. Um, and you know, I think that that um, the success of shows like This Fool are kind of a prime example of like where I think this generation, I would say this being us, you know, wh mm -hmm. whether or not we're separated by some years or whatever, it doesn't really matter. I think there's a lot of commonalities with us, and I think that we look at a show like that, and we kind of subscribe to a lot of that thinking because it's familiar. It's language sure. that's like, yeah. oh, like he gets it. And it's it's sincere, you know. And those are the things that I kind of put a premium on. Like I, I don't. I would rather sound slightly ignorant than completely insincere. Sure. And I'll I'll take that. Like uh, maybe I'm not the smartest dude in the bunch, but at least I'm speaking from a place of sincerity. Like 
I don't have the biggest vocabulary, all that other shit. I'm, I'm not a, you know, traditionally versed writer and all that shit, but I don't really want to be either. Yeah. Like, I don't, I know that there's an audience for that. I, uh, you know, great literature and all that other stuff. I'm never going to write a fucking great piece of literature, <laughs> but I might write like an interesting a movie or something, <laughs> you know, like maybe like that, that would be cool to like, to do that, you know, like, and, and God damn it. Like the stuff that I like is just like, it's approachable. It's, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's slightly bougie, but it's still like. It's bougie, and you can still be on the street corner eating tacos. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a five-star steak dinner with a fucking tall boy right next to it. Ooh. Like, and that's that's the that's the balance that I think you know is important. Like, and frankly, there's not a whole lot of people doing that. You know, like, sure. I, I don't I don't ever want to steer away too far. Like, I grew up actually not too far from here. Like, this is this is my comfort zone, and I I want people to kind of like see this you know like we, this is a bigger conversation but goddamn man like everything you see in in like tv movies film uh um any media it when it comes to la the closest thing you get is the fucking bridge sure like that's that's gritty la like what about everything south of the 10 freeway <laughs> what about like what about gardena yeah you know what i mean like yeah. what about like uh, wilmington mm-hmm. wilmington is 15 minutes south of here it's maybe 30 minutes south of LA. It's at the port of LA. It's a very important place. Nobody in LA or from LA knows where the fuck Wilmington when I, is. When I lived in Wilmington, and the people I was like, like, where you live? Wilmington? They're like, where's it? I was like, you know where Harbor City is? Yes, like right by there. Yeah. Like, 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 we beefing. Yeah, Sam, exactly. Yeah, you, you know where Harbor it. City is? That's our enemies. <laughs> We're right next door. <laughs> I would love to shine a light on that. And I think, I think. It's pretty important too that what you guys are doing here too, because this is this is your neck of the woods. Sure, you know what I mean. And you are kind of putting on for uh, people and and a community that doesn't get their shine, man. Like this, it's important. I don't know whether you guys feel that way or not, but you know the way that you guys are kind of reinforcing like localism, taking on local artists, local contributors, local talking heads. You know, we all know celebrities. We have access to celebrities. Nobody gives a fuck about celebrities. Sure, I don't care, man. Like, I, I, I don't want to. What's people, going on in these streets? People want to hear the yes. stories of people <laughs> like you know that are that are like them that are trying to make it, that are trying to succeed, that are trying to go out there and they're fucking still doing it and pushing and and grinding. You know what I'm saying? People want to hear that shit because we've lost a lot. Even with the like you said earlier with the pandemic, you know, people lost a lot of faith, a lot of hope. And with the West Coast Pop Lock Podcast, we are a bougie taco, <laughs> motherfuckers. But we're here to tell you that you can keep pushing and it, yeah. it can happen, man. This will D-Rotten dropped the way here where the girls are pretty. You know what I'm saying? No, you don't know we the got, local hey, references. That guy, He's from, from New Jersey. Coast, He's Jersey. from New Jersey. <laughs> D-Rotten's from uh, Jersey? Yeah. yeah. Shittier, wittier where the girls are pretty. Hey, he, flew in, he flew in <laughs> and did the show, okay? Well, high as fuck. <laughs> Stuck. <laughs> So he brought his boy, and so his boy did the show. Exactly. So we had to do a makeup show, uh, uh, you know. He flew Skype. in from Jersey, but was too high to yeah, do what like, he, he was like, don't, He was like, I don't, I don't want to smoke, man. He was like, I'll just get off fucking he, stuck. Here and then five minutes later, he was like, all right, I'll smoke. Was it and, just like a like a learning curve to like California weed? Probably. Because like East Coast know. weed doesn't hit. Yeah, like you know. California weed does. Well, no, he was here. He was like, I'm not going to smoke. And then he, he said that he felt the pressure, like he thought... Maybe I better smoke with these guys because they're my homies. I don't want to feel was like no, that. There was no pressure. No one no. was even no, no, like no one looking at him. Hit in no. his own mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't want to look like a punk. Give me that shit. 
Well, of course. Dead of yeah. course. Yeah. yeah. Like you, you you pull up to the CPT. Yes. Yeah. Like you got it. Yes. In <laughs> a secret location. Yes. At a secret location. Look, here at Big Studios, we try to take care of all the guests and we offered and we just, there was a disclaimer before you even took it. Like, you want, no. I'm like, cool. No problem. You give it to me. I'm like, uh, you just said no, like literally three seconds. <laughs> Give it to me. I'm like, okay. And that's what happens with everyone that says no, and then they they fucking yeah, just, just get, say they, no, man. Just, yeah, just they go, oh, you know what? I'm gonna go for it. Oh, Stay dude. with me. You no. already know what's gonna happen. Steve, do you smoke on the show ever? No. Secondhand. Yeah. Yeah, he gets high. He doesn't. That's smoke. enough, though. <laughs> that's natural. I'm naturally high, bro. Oh, okay. Shit. I just I do you know. know. Like, no, you know what? On all honesty, and they know, and we've talked about it. If I smoke, bro, I'll be done. Same. Same. I'll be asleep. Like it, I, it doesn't matter if it's indica or whatever, or fucking high bread or whatever the fuck it is. Nah. <laughs> high bread, high bread. <laughs> I fucking they got done. that yeasty weed. Yeah, the, yeasty the, high, the high bread. The, high, you know I mean. <laughs> the yeasty boys. I, I like because I'm want. I can't. Hybrids, I want whatever. to be able to do that. Same here. And I, I, I got homies can't. like not only these guys, but like also man, he he'll just run through a. I mean like. Just, all day and still do shit. Oh no, that's Productive. that's the only way they can do it. That's wild. Me smoking weed keeps all the voices down. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> sometimes I, I, I can't. feel like I just want to relax. Maybe I smoke some, but again, I will be gone. I can't. So weed is just like alcohol, man. Alcohol fucks with everyone differently. Same yeah. thing with weed. Yeah. Everyone's body's different. Depends on the strain. Well, so but now I'm getting to the point where like alcohol now, like even just a casual drink. I'm feeling it like two days yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, I don't, so yeah. I don't fuck with that either. I would man. much rather like, well, yeah, Wait. but you know when you, you, you want to participate socially. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you go out to a bar with your friends or whatever. God That's damn, man! Like, how many fucking club sodas can you drink? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I, I want to get Shirley head, Temples. I want a head change. You know? I like <laughs> yeah. a head change. And yes, I agree. You know, I like, like, yeah, like, but I've never gotten used to like drinking, like straight alcohol. It was always with, you know, with like a mix or I something like it. Coke or something, you know, Jack oh. and Cokes or whatever. I haven't had a soda in two and a half years, bro. Or I'm not trying to have any kind of sugar. Well, that's what shit. gives you the hangover. Yeah. It's all the sugar. But, but again, I never got used to just drinking it straight. Sure. So now I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. What the fuck is this? Well, so it, I don't even drink. Man. Even that one now is is killing me. And I, yeah. like everyone, everybody that I know anyway, they've kind of combated that by going, oh, I just. I just smoke weed. I now. just smoke a little bit of weed. Yeah. And then I'll have a drink and I'll nurse that and I'll still get the head change that That's I want. I, I still it. participate and I'm I'm okay the next day. Like I haven't figured out how to like connect those you, dots. You know yeah. what? If you want to try the weed, try that the the new Stizzy company that's been out. What? They're they're those uh, cartridges. They it's a different kind of head high versus the flower stuff. It's not as intense and it's way more mellow. See even that shit. I'm computer I, computer weed. Computer it's weed not, for sure. You, you're shaking your head because you know exactly what no, I'm no, no, like. Yeah, I can't, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's I, like cool. That's that's nice. You do that. Oh, you can't. You can't do it at all. <laughs> I'm sure it's like mellow for you. <laughs> what what happened? What happened to you? Baby lungs it? over yeah, here. Yeah. Like, I don't. I can't. Just let the man not smoke weed, man. No, yeah. but that's that's the thing. I, like I'm 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 slightly envious because it's like. Well, you just got to do it then. The people who continue. smoke. Seem to know how to do it. No, no, they sure. no, it's no. Like, they learned how to do yeah, it. Yeah, it's like drinking coffee or yeah. smoking cigarettes. You just gotta power through. Man. Yeah, you'll look, learn, look, man, you earn your stripes when you drink yeah. bong water. When you're trying to lay yeah. on the couch, fucking, you learn. Hilarious. You burn shit in your car. You burn yourself. You fuck. Shit I've never up. done any of these things. Oh, then you're not living, like, Johnny. Jesus what the fuck? Christ, man. I've done some. I've done some of those things, and I still can't. 
No. Smoke yeah, with grace. Like, I, you know, the apple, the can, all, like, dude, all of that shit. <laughs> like, I've smoked out of all of that shit. But I, I, I still look like a fucking idiot when I do it. Like, dude, I'm done. I'm done. That's good. Like, two hits. Done. That's, but like that's and, all you need. And that's awesome. Like that's just good. take yeah. one. Just take one here. What's the I like rush? To put, I like to get a bong. And then uh-huh. you put some ice cubes in it. <gasps> I love that too. You know so, what I mean? So and sometimes if it's like, you know. See, these motherfuckers smoke so much they got a style. Like, yeah. But see, this is like, like some of these guys because they had to create a style because they smoke so much. But no, all this stuff was introduced to me by girls. Oh no, yeah. Everything girls, yeah. everything I'm like, oh, you know what we should try, we do this. It's because if I'm if I'm if you're a girl and I'm showing you this, it's because some other girl showed me this. Yeah, you know? like, I, the way uh, I got we introduced to weed, not, yeah, not girls, ice, ice and a bong, like that we was for community. sure. Chick. Yeah, um, yeah. I started smoking because the girl smoked. Yeah, me like, too. Fuck, I don't want to smoke. That Carla shit. Lee Rios, rest in peace. The first time I ever smoked weed. Amy Portman. <laughs> this fucking fine Puerto Rican girl, Carla Lee. In a wheelchair. No, she was oh. in a wheelchair. <laughs> she fucking. She, I was like, I don't want to smoke. I was there, like smoking. I was like, I don't really smoke. And she fucking hit it. And she goes, "Come here." And she blew it. And she fucking shotgunned it to me. And then we made out. Oh, oh come on! Of course, you were. That, of course, yes. That's like some you, dirty movie bitch. Shit. You dirty bitch. You attached this to this, <laughs> and now it's connected. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, god damn. Well, so, let me tell you. Oh, go ahead. Hold on. Your first weed experience was getting shotgunned by a, a hot Puerto Rican girl, not yeah. in a wheelchair. Of course you're gonna be a fucking, yeah. like, holy shit. Okay, well, you should have smoked weed like that. Then you probably yeah. had a better experience. I think my first weed experience was fake weed. Oh, oh fucking synthetic shit. Well, oh, no, fucking. Uh, what do you call that shit? Uh, I call it a bag of oregano. Kate, oh, Legitimately, hilarious. a bag of oregano. He's like, why is my stomach ache on? Like, wow, this smells salvia. I, man, I I, I want to say it was like fourth or fifth grade. What the fuck? Oh, yeah, man, we were. Really I mean, like six years old. Bad uh, you're a bad kid growing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. Well, it was like around that time. But like, I was only doing dip back then, bro. <laughs> what the fuck? Seems hanging out by the truckers and shit. By the truckers, nah, some kid brought it to school. That was that Everyone Wilmington shit, though. Everyone put a fucking shit in their mouth. Did you like, not get sick from that no, the yeah, first time? Everybody got sick. Yeah, I bet. Like the Sandlot. Oh, yeah, I say like Sandlot. Yeah, yeah. 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 God damn. But you want to be cool? What are y'all fucking? Cowboy in the <laughs> 1960s? <laughs> like, what do you. Uh, yeah. the, Mar- the Marlboro dip. man thinks you're gross. It was <laughs> cold, bro. It was cold, bro. Dude, like, <laughs> you fucking Pete Rose? Like, what are you. Yeah, like, yeah. God, Come yeah. in hard this second. Oh, yuck. I caught that. Yes, I love it. Uh, uh, all the way from the Pigsneyverse uh, slash Utah, Stephen Polanco. He wants to know uh, if you worked with any uh, Spanish rock groups like Molotov. Um, I know. Clemente, who runs uh, EvoCore, and that's kind of like my conduit to a lot of that stuff. Um, uh, he's brought in a lot of very cool, like, um, like uh, ska and Espanol bands, you know what I mean? Like uh, Rascahuele and Molotov and a lot of those very cool bands. Um, and it's crazy because, like, he's, he's cultivated, like, a very cool, like, south central like south of the 10 freeway like ska core community and these shows fucking crack i mean like they do really well but like bigger entities see the potential there but they don't know how to tap into it in like a real way so it's his lane you know what i mean there's a few other guys that do similar shows um but even like with that like we started doing those at slide bar and we just kind of farmed it out to him 
because I'm not going to fuck with that. Like I, 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 I'm familiar, but I'm not living it the way he is, right. you know? So have at it, like make it crack, tap into your community, bring them here. It's a safe space. It's something that's free, you know, use that platform to kind of cultivate more bands. And he did like, he's, he still continues to do that. Um, but yeah, that's the, the longer answers I've, I've worked with those bands, uh, adjacent, like he's, he's been my dude and, and man, that fucking guy's put on some really good shows. He does, uh, stuff at, um, Levitt Pavilion. Like he's, he's, he's all over the place. I used to jump around for a long time. Yeah. Uh, Clemente actually shout out to him. He's actually been on pig studios. We had, we had an interview with him many, many years ago, right before one of his skull wars. So, oh, see, yeah. well, yeah. So if you, I mean, if. If you're from Southern California and you're even remotely familiar with like the punk world or the ska world at all or anything like that, you've heard of ska wars. Sure. And he's been the dude that's done that for forever. Like still no sponsorship, no none of that shit. Like to do it Solo. on an indie level like that, like that's 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 real resilience right sure. there. That's like yeah. uh, that this is mine. He takes ownership of it. And that's that's the those are the kind of people I want to be aligned with. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Like that's very cool still to this day. So and he's fucking shooting for like Blink-182 and Deftones and like he fucking directed the last Deftones video. And it's amazing. Like, I was like, oh shit, this is the same dude? Like, <laughs> like Clemente, 310. Like, oh shit. Like, yeah, anyway, Clemente, sorry. Hell yeah. Like ball washing you over here. Sorry about That's that. Good. good shit though. There you go. Even throwing up the 310 on that, still representing that yeah. way. That's what's <laughs> oh, yeah. up, man. That's what's up. Absolutely. Absolutely. So just really quick, I know we're over an hour, but now with all the things we talked about, what's next? What's the new plan? What's what? What should we be looking forward to? Um, well, notfest.com is always is always there. Um, the the I think the idea is to kind of um, cultivate more of a of a like heavy music community, and the way that that's evolving now is it's taking different um, different like sub communities and bringing them under this bigger umbrella. So for a long time, like it metal, like what does metal sure. mean? You know, like, and now what's going on is we're taking elements of like hardcore, industrial, dark wave, all of these little like sub communities, and it's under the same umbrella. It's it's extreme music, it's heavy music, you know, and whatever that means, you know. Um, but there's there's uh, a real need to kind of understand the nuance that goes along in that. And that's kind of where my role is. Um, you know, we should be able to cover hardcore bands, um, like East Coast hardcore bands and and like new California hardcore bands and, and dark wave bands. Like, and right now the site exists where we have stuff like Boy Harsher and Drain on the same site. And that and they may not mean anything to anybody if you if you don't follow those bands. Yeah. Big but, shit, bro. But, Big shit. Especially for Boy Harsh. You're like, holy shit. But those are like worlds Ooh. apart stylistically. Yeah. You know, and and um th those don't usually mesh, but we're trying to get people to to say, look, if you subscribe to um, you know, like again, I hate to bring this up, man, but like Psycho did a really good job of this in a festival form. They they booked Bone Thugs and Harmony right on the same festival bill that had Merciful Fate. Like on paper, that doesn't make a ton of sense. Like if you were just lining this shit up on like a festival paper, and like yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and do Merciful Fate and Bone Thugs and Harmony, but it worked. 
it worked because those people understood that there's a lot of intersection there. Sure, those Venn diagrams cross. They yeah. absolutely do. So it's it's um it's very niche, um but I think that there's a much bigger market than a lot of people anticipate. And I, like I said, I'm 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 really lucky to kind of be in that that driver's seat right now with a really good team of of editorial contributors that all kind of think the same way. They don't want to be critics. They just want to shine a light on good shit. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, the ideology that they take is, you know, what am I going to do shit on something like just so that I look cool? Like they would rather just take that energy and invest it in showcasing something cool. Like don't take the Yelp model where all you do is get online to talk shit. Right. Grab cool shit from all these different like sub communities, throw it underneath the umbrella of notfest.com, heavy music, extreme music, whatever. Um, culture, art, all of that stuff, and then just shine a light on it. Big bands, small bands, baby bands, um, all of that stuff. Artists, um, we've had everything from like painters and photographers on there to obviously bands, film directors, all of that stuff. And the idea is that it all kind of works within that Venn diagram. Sure. You know, if you like this, you'll probably like this. And like as a curator, it's kind of like, like, trust me. Like I like, trust me. Like I, I, I get it. Correct. And you know, and I, if you like this, you're going to like this. Just fucking go with me. Yeah. Like, just get, go with me. Let's go, go on that ride me. together. Yeah. And you know, it, it, it doesn't always work out. Like there's definitely still some shit talk, but that's everything. Like that's, right. I mean, that escape. is everything. You if, can't possibly escape. No, if you were giving people free meals and free concert tickets and free whatever, they were still going to get online and talk shit. You, you know, know how I mean? long I had to wait for my free meal? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> five minutes. Exa- they made me wait five And then it was minutes. cold. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, um, yeah, Not Not Fest is always, is always popping off. And um, I, I get to work on uh, the Punk in the Park festivals. Um, we just did Punk in the Park last or earlier this month, did twenty thousand people Fuck in yeah. Oak Canyon Ranch. Wow! Um, and and it's it's great. Um, you know, Bad Religion, Dropkick, Face to Face, the event. Murder City Souls. Devils. Murder yeah, Murder City, City Devils. Devils. Um, you know, Bouncing Souls. <laughs> I was just, dude, like that was a that was a that was a moment. That was a moment. You know, um, it, it, it's uh, it's really cool to kind of see all of that come together um i credit josh and that slide oh, dude yeah. those long fucking nights at slide bar three four o'clock in the morning throwing people out cleaning up puke um cleaning up or, dude it like getting confrontational with bands like that's a whole nother hour but like i've been i've literally been called can i say it? I've, I've been called the F word, like fucker. Oh sure, no, no fu- fucker. I've been called fucker for <laughs> trillion times. No, like uh, I, I was called a derogatory term for a homosexual that starts yeah. with an F. Oh, yeah. but over the microphone that was piped in through the entire oh. venue, damn, by by the band that was performing on stage. Can you name the band? Yeah, decrepit birth, you motherfucker, you. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Yeah, like you know that was that was hilarious, but like definitely one of those nights where I'm going home and I'm going like, what am I doing with my life? No, you're right. not going and home. Why? You're going to Tacos de Anda and uh, getting yourself a fucking burrito and then going home. Well, yeah, I would sit in the parking lot and I eat a burrito, yeah. but then I would still think like, what the fuck am I doing oh, with no, my life? Sure. What am I doing I just with ca- my life? I just got called an F-A-G by some dude that got pissed off because I told him he couldn't bring a fucking kitchen knife into the venue <laughs> to cut carrots. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. That's where it all stemmed from. He was cutting carrots at the fucking table and he was pissed off that he didn't get a meal ticket. Like, 
well, what else am I going to eat? I don't know, man. How about you eat that fucking carrot without cutting it with a <laughs> with, with a rusty ass kitchen knife? Like, and, and yeah, he got on stage and he was like, "That motherfucker, Ramon, fuck that fucking." And I'm hearing it. Security's looking at me like, "Are we, are we cutting him off? Should we hey, throw bro, this guy out?" I'm like, nah, "I want you to know, I didn't perform and I ate." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was free. I had mac and cheese. I had a burger, wings. Steve had so many food coupons. He was just like, nah. No, no, we were not coupons. It was just like, what do you want? Oh, let me get the smothered tater tots. Yeah, I want all of them. And then didn't oh. even eat it. It no. just sat there yeah, like, nah. Nah, I, I didn't want it after all. That's why I smell it. Nah, it I, smells I, good. I didn't want it after Take all. it away. So wow. Shows, editorial, all that stuff is still, uh, is, is still in the works. And, you know, yeah, I just... That's, a, that's just another show. I, yeah. I can't. I can't believe I get to do this stuff for work. People don't yeah. like. I'm like fucking Tommy on Martin. Like people don't even know what I do for work. They're like, <laughs> you ain't got no fucking job. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah I, I, I do kind of, but like, so yeah. That's uh, that's that's what's on deck, man. And uh, by well, the way, was he a drug dealer? He was a drug dealer, right? Tommy, I think Tommy was a drug dealer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Tommy, Tommy was the freshest out of the whole crew. Always. And he's a little softy to be a drug dealer, though. Okay. I mean, but maybe only around them. And then when he hit the streets, he turned into another person. Yeah, he had possible. that bald head, though. Yeah, that's he true. He always wore shirts with, like, no collars. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the Shaolin He had, like, the cool Z Cavarici fucking <laughs> styles going on. <laughs> yeah, hard he, Z, hard yeah, Z. He had that New Jack City swag, for sure. Yeah. No, Tommy was a drug dealer, but... Yeah. Is Nino Brown out there giving out turkeys this week? Or Dude, what? I, it's Thanksgiving I week. I love New Jack City. I love <laughs> that movie. Well, if you like bumpy rides, bougie tacos, the West Coast Pop Lock podcast is for you every Tuesday night. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you guys having me. Live on Instagram. Ramon. Thank you for coming out. Gonzalez with the S. And we could do this for another hour. Oh, yeah. So we're going to have to just bring him back. Bring him back. Bring him back with Josh. Whenever yeah, your yeah. schedule permits, sir. And then apparently. we get no, no, no. and, and we have to, and you're gonna say right now that you will. We have to make the drink that you guys make at the um, Warp Tour. The Force. The Force. Wait, what oh. the fuck is the Force? For the next, you'll find oh. out. Episode. <laughs> We're out. The Force. Number one live show in the world, West Coast Pop Lock Podcast. Coming to you from Pig Studios in Compton, California. Featuring radio personality Super Steve Flores. Comedian extraordinaire, that dude Johnny C. And Mr. I'll do anything for a buck, Mario 81. So throw your dubs in the air and let's get ready to pop lock.